I mean, the way that I write songs in my house is like literally like just playing around and being like, ah, yeah. Ah. <laughs> it's so weird. How are you supposed to literally just be like, ah. oh, that was a mistake. That was a mistake. I didn't mean it. Like, ah. Okay. <laughs> it's like so embarrassing. Yeah. Um, here I am. This. Record this right at this yeah. second. Okay, cool. This just quickly. <laughs> That's crazy. It's really weird because I'm not really speaking to you in front of me. But I have to think of you in front of me because if I don't, then I won't be able to speak to you. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Why are you saying that? It is a beautiful rainy day here in Cincinnati. Something about that on a summer day when it rains and you're inside working on stuff, it's kind of nice. Do a puzzle, do a jigsaw puzzle, do a crossword puzzle, you know? Go to go to one of those uh, escape rooms, go to a movie. There's a lot of nice things you could go to a museum, an art museum, or like a natural history museum. Uh, go look at the sort of the dinosaur remains or, or the, the Rembrandt remains, uh, whatever, whatever it might tickle your, your français. You know, you get a little hot cocoa, a little green tea. You chill it out on a rainy day. It's okay. All right, let me let Martin into the room. He's scratching. Martin's the pup. Hold on one sec. Come on in, sweetie. Okay, what's going on with me, you ask? It's been a while. Yeah, it has. I've done a few trips here and there. I met up with Lily West, la 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 la, down in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, a few months back, and uh, decided to uh, to have a little conversation. But it was the, the type of situation where there was a show down there, uh, and it was irresistible to my lady friend Grace and myself, and. Uh, the guy Martin, Martin Mars, the pup, and uh, we had to go down. It was it was La 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 La, florist, and uh, Frankie Cosmos, and we couldn't resist it. We could not resist it uh, for the hang and for the concert, and so uh, we we took a little took a little trip down there, and it was so nice to reconnect with Lily. Uh, you know, I've known Lily for years, met her. Uh, I guess through or with her friend Connor maybe I don't know five six years ago and you know have seen her here and there since then but but since we had this conversation we've become a lot closer she came down and visited us and we recorded some stuff together and just hung out it was great to have her down here we'd love to do that again I really I really feel a kinship we share a wavelength I think. What else am I up to? I, I'm, I'm about to head down to the Outer Banks of North Carolina for a little vacation with uh, my Gracie's family. And we're gonna just do some beach time. And I'm gonna try to work on music while I'm down there. I'm, I, I, I got a laptop, so I'm gonna try to do that. That'll be nice. And yeah, just do it. Okay, so if you want to support 
the Wandering Wolf podcast, you can do that, you guys. I'm so, that was a, a, a an abrupt shift, I know, into an ad, but 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 we're doing it. Uh, you can support at patreon.com slash the wandering wolf. It's kind of hard to say the, all those W's, I gotta I gotta admit. If you support at the $5 level a month or higher, you get a shout-out. This is a new thing I'm doing. You get a shout-out on the show, okay? So I'm going to read names at the end of the podcast, okay? And you're going to get your shout-out, supported by so-and-so, so-and-so, John Smith, okay? Cheryl Crow, okay? I don't have any fancy sponsors or anything like that. So it really comes down to you guys. You know, how important is the podcast to you? And how, you know, how important is, is it to you that, that, that it keeps rolling on? Uh, and then I do episodes more often. Let's see you reflect that with, with uh, your pocketbook. Throw some bones towards the yawn. Patreon.com slash The Wandering Wolf. So go do that. We are going on the road in the fall. Why, that is. Uh, playing... The Y classic album, Alopecia, all the way through, front to back, at uh, a series of concerts. This is only going to happen once. If that's interesting to you, if that sounds like a fun time, then uh, get get on get on the uh, internet right now and buy your tickets because they are selling fast. Just so you know, and I want I want my wandering wolfers to uh, to be there. I always love seeing you guys, and and uh, you come up and say, "Hey, I listen to the podcast." It always makes me feel like, okay, this person gets me. This person gets me. Go go to uh, you can go to why with a question mark. That's all spelled out. Why with a question mark. dot com slash tour and uh, get your get your tickets there. There's like I think uh, the New York show in November. There's only seventy five tickets left. So yeah, I mean, it, and other shows are similar. So so uh, get them now. There there we are going to Europe in the uh, in September. So and, and and the UK as well. So uh, I think London and Manchester in the UK, and then some uh, I don't know a Belgian show, a German show, Danish maybe. I don't know. I don't I don't remember everywhere we're going. But um, get on there and and get your tickets now. Other than that, uh, I'm working on new music. Yeah, man. Okay. Well, let's move forward and listen to this podcast I recorded a couple months back with Lily West. I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't know we were going to do this, so I didn't, like, study up on you or or anything like that. I know what I know. I've listened to what I've listened to. That could be more fun. Yeah, exactly. Um, But, yeah, I just thought we would would talk. So so you're in the middle of a tour. Yes. Tell me a little bit about that. How's it going so far? Um, It's going really well. It's, we've been on tour on and off for, like, since the fall, um, so a really long time. This one is really pleasant. Both Frankie and Floris are really, really easy and, uh, fun okay. to tour with. Yeah, no complaints. Good. Time of my life. It seems like a good crew. It seems like everybody, uh, gets along and is compatible pretty, pretty much. Yes. Um, do you guys tend to, like... I don't know. Do you, you guys seem to hang a lot? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like to do that generally, yeah. especially on short drive days, activities. Well, because also it just makes tour better. 
What sort of activities do you do? You mean like go? You'll go to like Bigfoot's grave or whatever. Or Something like, the... like that. I not specifically that, but like um, go to a farm. When we were talking with Chassie about, we went to a farm, and uh, or like swimming, maybe fruit picking. Yeah. Just wholesome daytime. How do you activities. find out about this stuff though? Um, usually someone knows. Well, I make like a tour book. I guess is what people with uh, TMs do. Before, you do that before before the tour. Yeah, it's like has all the load-in information, yeah. like all the advanced information, and I put it in a folder in the cop, basically so no one can ask me questions. Um, but then it has like the drive time, and then we'll often like go through it, and on the shorter drive days, uh, someone knows someone that has something fun or will look stuff up. So, okay, so you say, okay, I have a two-hour drive, mm-hmm. you know, what can we do in Columbus, Ohio? Yeah. That sort, that sort of thing? Yes. And then you'll have a, a fixer tell you what, uh, that's like a term that they use for like uh, Anthony Bourdain's show or oh, something cool. like that. But like someone that's like, that you know in town, that'll be like, oh, you have to go to this fucking Bananarama slide or whatever. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> cool. What's, what's some cool shit that you've done on this tour? Uh, we went to the skate park today. That was really fun. Do you skate? Um, I can go forward. Okay. <laughs> Abby does tricks. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, ben is like a little bit better than me. Yeah. Maybe just, but I can just go forward. Okay. So I just went around, I actually went around the parking lot in circles for a long time. That's something. That's <laughs> something. You got some activity in. Yeah. It's, we gotta, it's so hard to just sit that's all Great. I ever do. I, I tell you, we we, I we've never I've never ever done anything on tour. No, I feel no like activities. it's always like, I mean, even with a bus, where like you wake up and you're right. you're in town and you have like you know load in might be at two p.m. So you you may have like three hours before you. I still have no. I mean, I've gone on walks, but like actually preparing, like being like, okay, well, there's this, you know. I'd like to go to this lake or this like I've never done anything like that like we I remember we went on tour with uh Sun Lux do you know that band yeah. they're uh they're in LA now but that was like their first tour in Europe and we we brought them as support and, like every single day they'd be like we went to the Eiffel Tower it was fucking great <laughs> like you know always we, we swam in the Thames, or we went, you know, like whatever. There's like always something, uh-huh. that and like we're like, oh yeah, we just got here. <laughs> we're sound checking, you know. It's like, I think it just. I always have prioritized sleep mm-hmm. on tour. I mean, that is really important for me too. I don't know. I just have to move my body. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I'm really into uh, rock climbing. Oh yeah. Yeah. You do that in Chicago, like mm-hmm. in an indoor gyms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, have you ever done like outdoor? No. Okay. It really scares me. That seems terrifying. Yeah, I don't want to go outside. No. No. <laughs> uh, are you good at it? No. Okay. I mean, I I started pretty recently, but I just I like leveled up recently on the the level of meaning that puzzles. you went to a different uh, a different wall or a different uh, a different, uh, different route. route. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like all of the. There's a lot of different walls with routes all over them. They're usually color coordinated and they are labeled with the level. Um, but I started doing like harder puzzles, I call them, because yeah. they're like they're puzzles. You have to figure out how to how to get up. But there's, there's colors, right? They mm-hmm. have like color tape. Okay. 
Well, the actual, at the climbing gym, I go to the actual holds, I'll call it. Oh, that's nicer. That's a yeah, lot yeah, nicer. it is I always nicer. get confused with the tape, honestly. So yeah. do, you, do, you, uh, do you belong to the gym or something? <laughs> I belong. You they, pay them like a monthly thing? I paid or? them to be invited. Yeah. Do you, what, what do you like about her? How did you get into that? I got into it because of Abby, my bandmate. Um, yeah. She's really into it. Um, I don't know. I just really like, it's really engaging. I really have to exercise to like maintain my mental health, um, but I've always sort of felt like I was forcing myself to do it. And climbing is the first thing that I'm like, I really look forward to it. I want to do it all the time. It's really interesting, and no, it's not monotonous. Yeah, it's like the opposite of monotonous. But you, I mean, like, how many times can you scurry up the thing in a night? Do you feel like you get like a workout? Like, yeah, you do. I guess you do. Well, there's, I mean, it's a there's many different routes of yeah. each level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can, you can work on one for a while, you know, you keep sort of falling off the same one, you can keep trying, or you can try other ones and... I mean, you go, you, I usually go from anywhere to an hour to like two and a half, three hours. Okay. And it's like, an in, you're using your whole body. Oh my God, yeah, I've done it before. It's, yeah. it's an intense workout. Yeah. I'm, 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 I have to say, pretty good at it. Yeah? Um, Because, I don't know that I do it correctly but like i've always been good at like pull-ups just because I, I think i have a, a certain kind of core like core strength or something mm -hmm. like that you wouldn't really know it looking at me necessarily <laughs> but like um and so yeah i'm not bad at it i'd like to i'd like to do it again I, it's been a long time since i have done it i might not be good anymore you should try actually. it again i feel yeah. like i'm like <laughs> an annoying person who thinks it's for everyone uh-huh like it's like people who People who tell me that I'm like not smoking the right kind of weed, yeah, I'm, like it makes me anxious. They're like, "That's impossible. You right. got to try this weed." I'm like, "I swear, I've tried. Yeah. There's none. There's no <laughs> yeah. weed for me." Yeah, but I feel like that way with rock climbing. I'm like, "Give it another go." <laughs> yeah, you just haven't tried hard enough or something. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm all for it. I think, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm always looking for some some new way of working out that feels, not like working out somehow yeah. or like you know is is fun yeah so that seems like seems like the, the the one that could be that could be good i would try it again seems expensive though it's i mean my membership is 39 dollars a month oh that's not bad at all not at all i mean i have it's monday through friday um you have to check in before three so i just do monday wednesday friday usually um you go three times a week if i'm in town if i can jesus my my week link if i can say is like my grip like, mm -hmm. I, like you're a guitar player, though, so you probably have a stronger grip. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. I just feel like that's, like, there's so much, I mean, you know. Sorry, I interrupted No, 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 no. <laughs> I just feel like that's, like, such a, like, that's, like, the, the, the entry point for where the muscle group that, you know, mm -hmm. it, if you can't get past that, then, like, you know, I can't grab on with my elbow or something. Well, I struggle with the, like, smaller grips where it's just your fingers. Yeah. But there are a lot of grips that are, like, shaped like a phone stuck to the wall. That I'm fine with. I would yeah. be fine with the phone There's grip. lots of those. Yeah. There's a lot of, or, like, a big, weird ball that you can yeah. sort of hang off. Yeah. But the, I do find the little ones. Yeah, um, that that was always tough for me to get those ones. I just find them scary. Yeah. I don't feel like they're supporting me. But you got your belayer down there, right? Well, I do mostly bouldering. Which is like all the walls are ten feet and there's no harnesses. Oh wow, that's um, fun. Oh, so you you're going side to side sort of a lot. No, you go up. You do go up. Okay, yeah. but just a lot of times. Yeah. 
Because, like, you, you know, s- you're five foot five, six or something like that. I mean, so I'm, I'm like, five three. Five three. But whatever. <laughs> what a, what I'm saying the wall is only twice your size. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is. It seems really high when you're up there. I can jump ten feet. You know what I'm saying? You c- you could. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't want you to. <laughs> no. No, I would not. I would not. Did you do workout other stuff before that? What was like your shit? You seem like you into yoga stuff too. Um. No, not really. I would do. Um, you were doing some shit last night. That's all I say. That. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I do like stretching a lot, but. Yeah. I've never been super into yoga. I really like riding my bike. Yeah. Which um, is what I've used as exercise in the past, but, you know, in the Chicago winter, it's just impossible. Not only in the winter, but, like, I would be scared riding my bike in Chicago. You don't get scared in the summertime even? I just know where to go. Yeah. Like, there's certain streets that I would never bike on, ever. Are there, are there, uh, are there, like, biker, like, I remember in the Bay Area, we always had these, like, bicycle boulevards like you know that would be like a side street mm-hmm. that's like blocked off to car traffic sort of you know well there are a lot of boulevards in chicago but not specifically for bikers there's a fair amount of bike lanes i feel like a lot of people bike there in the summer they do yeah it's like i pretty. still think i would be scared <laughs> like new york new york is unfathomable to yeah me. yeah in every way even cincinnati man it's not not very bikeable we well, got mean, those hills the hills, yeah. Crazy. That actually outside yeah. the comet in particular is yeah. that crazy hill, and then the curve. You can't Oddie. see yeah. cars coming around. That's the death trap. Terrifying death trap. corner. Yeah. 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 Don't want to put your bike anywhere. Near That's there. a bad one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I, I did a little. See, I had, a, I had like a fixie, uh, like when that was cool, in like you know two thousand seven, two thousand six, or whatever. So like, I uh, still have that, but like. Once I moved to Cincinnati, it kind of became useless because of all those hills. Now, right. I mean, I sound like a, a real wuss saying that because obviously people bike all over San Francisco on those fixies with the hills and stuff. So, But I never really loved that danger. I'm not a danger seeker. I'm not. Like, I, I'm, I've come to terms with that. Like, you know, I, I get scared when something too, seems too, like, dangerous in that yeah. way. In other ways, I guess I'm dangerous. But. I feel like I'm. I am more. I'm also very scared of dangerous stuff. Yeah. And most of the time, I'm like pushing myself to do something a little more scary. Yeah. Maybe on a smaller scale. I don't want to put my body in danger. Right. That isn't exciting to me. Um, but even something like karaoke. Oh yeah. Like terrifies me, but I'll force myself to do it constantly because I think I'll enjoy my life more. You do it a lot. No, just whenever. I mean. I feel like there's a lot you of karaoke. Constantly. Well, every time that there's karaoke, I force myself to do it. You'll sign up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's your go-to kind of songs that you sing? Um, I just switched. Uh, I used to do Bruce Springsteen, Dancing in the Dark. Oh, that's a good song. Or, um, you know, depending on the mood, Naive Melody, Talking Heads. Okay. What's that? That's, uh, How does that go? This Must Be The Place. It's like the main Tori Hands off. Just sing it for a second. I, I got nothing but time. I love you till my heart breaks. Is that the chorus? I love you till I stop. It's like, you know, it's like, do, do, do. <laughs> There's like a violin. Or a synth. I'm doing a bad I'm job. I'm sampling all this, by the way. <laughs> what is it? I know um, I know it, but I. What? You, I'm oh. sure I know it. I, oh, I thought I, I you were pretending. Right so no, 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 I'm not. <laughs> No, I, I honestly can't think of it right now. But anyway, you seem to know it. Yes. Good enough. Um, if you have the words in front of you. Yeah. And then I just switched to Torn, 
by Natalie Imbroglia. How does that go? Um, I'm all out of faith, this is how I feel. Yeah. You know that song? I do. Cold and I am shamed, dying naked on the floor. I have heard that, yeah. 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 Um, it's like early 2000s. What, what makes you want to, to what, what, what makes a song feel like it's, it's karaoke worthy for you or like you can sing it? If it's in my range, I'll yeah, practice. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a range person as yeah, well. Yeah, like, I won't go out of my range if I can help it. But there's a lot of stuff that's in your range. Um, maybe, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, you know, profe- a lot of karaoke songs are sung by professional singers, which yeah. I don't consider myself to be. It's, I'm more of like a songwriter if I have to. But you are a professional singer. I mean, you know. Just, in some ways, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. not like. No, I hear you. You I know mean, what I mean? I'm, yeah, I'm the same as you. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're not, it's yeah. like, oh, they have, most of it's in my range, but there's moments in the song that they go all over the place. Yeah. So... I'll just practice to test I, <laughs> in my I, house. I've always felt so. You'll actually pregame. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I have yeah. no shame in pregaming karaoke. I, I'll do. I always find myself. You know, I'm never prepared ahead of time like that. But like, definitely, if I find myself in a karaoke situation, like I'm in the bathroom with my phone, yeah, listening totally. to that yes. shit and like trying to, yeah. What's no. your karaoke song? Well, I. I, I I don't know. I I I've just ne- never been that into. I'm, I've always been Captain Bring Down at karaoke. I'll do like the Weight by the band. You know, like <laughs> wait, uh, what, what is that? Uh, I pulled in the Nazareth. Oh yeah. I was feeling about half past dead. That's fun. That's you know, fun karaoke song. Yeah, it's you know, or like the night they oh, they Dickie. the night they uh, drove old Dixie down. You know, like or like someone's got to do that. You got to switch up the vibe. Everybody there is just like, oh, time to get a drink, you know, like, the, or, or, or like some Bob Dylan songs or something like that. I can, I can pretty much hang in those ranges. But yeah, most, mostly like 90% of karaoke is way too high for me. Yeah. So like, I'm, I'm like either in my head voice or like screaming <laughs> or like I got to take it down an octave, which mm-hmm. always sounds like awkward. Right. So yeah, I'm not. I don't think karaoke was really made for me. I mean, me. I have literally cleared a karaoke dance floor. Yeah. Like everyone was dancing, and I was like, yeah. "Cool, I'm ready. My turn." I start, and it, literally everyone left before. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> oh, it was it was bad. That's sad. That's yeah. Sad. What was that song? Do you remember? It was a stupid thing to choose. It was a a British rap song. Okay. Jamie T. Oh, Jamie T. It was his hit. I know the streets. That's the only British rap. And then Ronnie Size, uh, Goldie. Did Goldie rap? I don't know. Tricky rapped. Massive Attack. These are just British rappers. Yes, that I yes. Know. Those are the only ones that I really know. I feel like they're not really on karaoke machines. No, they're not at all. <laughs> not at all. Um, yeah, it's a fine song. I'm not. I will not perform that one right yeah. now. <laughs> I feel like I tried to do an Eminem song one time, and and because like. I had listened to it a bunch and then, like, opened those words up in karaoke. And, like, I'm just, I'm not a fast reader. I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> I'm a slow reader. Yeah. So, like, you it was impossible. I was like, whoa, no way. And then I had a friend that, that tried it and, like, killed it. Really? Like, okay, well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, let, let's let's switch gears a okay. little bit because I, I, I want to hear a little bit about your history. Like, because for me, there was a bit of a gap. Like, I knew you a tiny bit. Mm-hmm. Way back in the day, when you were just a youngster, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know. I remember I, I met you probably at my show once, maybe, 
I don't know. In Pomona. In Pomona. That was the first time we met. And then, um, and then you and Connor came to a show, and we're like hanging out backstage and drank all of our beers back there. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I, don't I know. always forget about that show. <laughs> no, it's fine. I don't <laughs> drink anyway. Um, and then, and then there was kind of a gap because you know I moved to Cincinnati and I you know I don't know. And then next thing I know, you're in a band. And you rolled through Cincinnati, and I came and saw you guys. Like I can know her, I know her. <laughs> um, and it was really great. And and like I'm just curious, sort of how that, you know, how that went down. Obviously, the first couple times I met you, you were like probably too young to be doing that, or maybe you already did do that. I don't know. No, I did not. Yeah, I didn't stop making music until I moved to Chicago. Okay. When I was 19. Okay. Yeah. So uh, how did? Uh, how did it how did it happen or, or or were you interested in doing that sort of thing beforehand you know i have thought about this a bit and i honestly have no idea what compelled me okay i've always been i mean who doesn't like music you know sure, but i've sure. always been like really into it i've really i've listening. Like, yeah i'm listening yeah. to it paying attention to it you know following bands and people and stuff um that i have no memory of what compelled me. I just rem- I just remember buying a Dan Electro that a friend recommended to me on Craigslist. Guitar. Yes. Yeah. And started writing songs. And then I guess it went I was sort of doing it lightly and then um Emily who now plays bass in my band Lala uh asked me to go on a tour with her just hanging out and I had no idea that DIY touring existed basically um so she was touring in a different band you're saying yeah she was touring in this band uh White Gold or Super Magical which was like the best band I had ever seen at that point okay um and they went on tour with this band Knee High and I went along and it and this was like DIY spaces Mm -hmm. okay um which is what people's houses people's houses or uh basements or like some bars um just I I didn't realize you could book your own toll right and that was definitely when everything like switched that's when I, I dropped out of art school I did too really yeah which one many years ago uh DAAP in Cincinnati at the University of Cincinnati cool um yeah I, yeah that's interesting did you go to Chicago Art Institute or something yeah wow so what were you what what was your thing before music? What was your visual art thing? Well, when I was in high school, I went to a, a art high school and I was doing painting. In L.A.? Yeah. Okay. I was doing painting. Yeah. I thought I was going to be like a real serious art uh, oil painter. And then when I went to SAC, I mean, it really appealed to me because it was so open. Like, you don't have to choose a major, etc. And I got really into um, sculpture and installation. Okay. And offset printmaking. What's offset printmaking? It's like digital printmaking. You like make something on Illustrator. It's like a way to make a lot very quickly. Okay. Which has always been appealing to me because I'm so impatient. Yeah. And I love instant gratification. Okay. That kind so of you thing. do you work quickly music-wise too? Um. Yeah. I used to work a lot quicker. I take a lo- I take a fair more amount of time now, but so I do. You- if I if it, something's taking too long, I will move on. Okay. So what compelled you to be like, okay, I'm going to drop out of art school 
you know, did, had you already decided that like music is what you preferred to do or was it like, I can't do this anymore, I'm out, and then you kind of were like, I'm just gonna play some sad songs. <laughs> I think it was a, a sort of a combination. Um, I just remember on that tour, I, I don't know, I'm always like questioning my decisions. I know again, like who isn't, but is this the best thing that I can be doing at any moment, sort of? Like, is this going to make me the happiest, healthiest? Like, is this my best life kind of when situation? You're saying you, when you went out with white gold, it made you question that. No, no, I'm saying in my life, yeah. that's generally how I feel. Sure, sure, me too, me yeah, too. I'm yeah, I'm sure yeah. most people. Yeah. But when I was on that tour, I didn't feel that way. Okay. I was like, this is, I'm positive that I want to be exactly where I am right now. But you weren't even playing music yet. I was You're, a little bit. That's what I was like before going on that tour. I was I'm like lightly. In that tour though. Oh no, I wasn't touring. Just hanging out. Yeah. I was just like this, I want to be performing in this way. Okay. And you know. Because you were doing all the shitty stuff, but none of the good stuff. Yeah. On that tour. I mean, I was also way younger yeah. and partying. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I just... I, well, it's also a thing like combining partying with music. I was like, oh shit, cool. And and that seemed appealing to you. Yeah. 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 What does partying mean? Just like drinking and and. I got drugging. You're drugging. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. I I was doing. Yeah, yeah, but you don't. That's not really the case anymore. That is zero percent. You're the over case. here drinking Nalgene. Yeah, I got a reusable water bottle. Yeah. Pretty. I'm pretty exclusive to water. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. And you don't do weed either. I don't do weed. <laughs> yeah. It just makes me too anxious. Yeah. You know, I've tried to do weed. But and so. But I, I am sober. You don't drink at all either. I don't drink. I not, for almost two years. Is that something that happened because of a, 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 it needed to happen, or was it just like okay, slowly but surely, you were like, oh, I don't like this anymore. No, it really needed to happen. Okay. It was, was it? Did like, someone? Did was there an intervention? No, I mean it. I have had, I have never had a good or quote unquote normal relationship with drinking. Like I've never drank and in my opinion behaved um, appropriately. Not like deeply inappropriate, just, I, it just made, made me become out of control. Yeah. Like, and it's always been that way. It's always been like the, I'm the messy person. I've always been the messy drunk person. Um, but it just got so many people have told me over my life, like mentioned, like, "Hey, it's me? You. yeah, me," and I was like, "That's crazy." Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Why are you saying that? Yeah. Um, but then it just got to a point where it's just like, couldn't be darker. It wasn't yeah. even fun for a long time. It actually surprises me now. In retrospect, it is so deeply obvious to me that I should have quit drinking. Uh, long before I did. I mean, I guess should, you know, whatever. Yeah. But I mean, um, a lot of people have gone a lot. You're still in your 20s. Right. You know, no, I also am extremely lucky that I was 22. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's still pretty young yeah. to learn. Um, but it just for a really long time was no longer fun and just dark for me and everyone around me. What does that mean? Like, what, what sort of things would happen? I mean, it just, you know, I have like depression yeah. stuff, again, so do a lot of people, but it really, the way I like to describe it is like, now when I feel sad, I'm like, I'm sad right now. 
here are some things maybe I could do to make myself feel better, or I'll probably feel better tomorrow or yeah. next week or something. It's just part of my living, but at that time I would get drunk or I would be hungover, you know, because drinking really messes with your chemicals for a long time. Yeah. Um, and I'd be like, I'm sad, I'm going to be sad forever, and I always have been. And there's nothing that anyone can do, including mm -hmm. myself. So you would stew in that misery. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, you know, do things to maybe stir the pot or something. Or like Those self-destructive things. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Really self-destructive. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you got out of it. That's good. <laughs> Me too. I really can't. I'm deeply glad that I survived, honestly. Yeah. And that I did get out at all. Because I also think I could have easily, if it hadn't, I mean, there are certain things that like made it so dark, but if I hadn't gone so extreme, I may have just kept drinking right. my entire life and felt shame and embarrassment and like made other people uncomfortable in, yeah. in various ways my entire life. Like that could have easily happened. Just a background shittiness, but not, yeah. like, but not like to a, to a fever pitch. Right. Like yeah. I'm so glad, it, I'm really grateful for the, absolute darkness because yeah it is really like night and day my life is like completely different that's beautiful <laughs> it, it is it do, is do you do you do you have to do I, I have two questions about that one are you on any if i may ask any like antidepressants or things like that to sort of keep you level i am i'm on um should I say what it is? Is that sure? I mean, it's, that's up to you. I'm not... <laughs> it's fine. I'm on a generic of Wellbutrin, okay. um, called Bupropion, and I'm on uh -huh. a low dosage of it, which is yeah, it does keep me level because I have extreme feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Generally, same. I'm I'm on uh, something that is a generic of Zoloft called uh, something I can't remember, but yeah, also a very low low dose. I, I kind of want to get off of it because I feel, I don't know, I feel like, I feel like it numbs me a little bit, maybe. I used to feel that way, yeah. but now I, <laughs> I sort of can't imagine feeling more. Okay. Than I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I have thought about, every time I've stopped it, I've gotten very upset. Sertraline, that's what I'm on. Sorry. <laughs> you you <laughs> have gotten, you have yeah. tried to stop. I have tried to stop multiple times, but it's never been a good idea. And I do just try and think about it like, you are sick. Yeah. You take medicine. Yeah. And maybe there'll be some scenario later in my life in which it's not accessible to me or something. It's like, why not just enjoy my life while I have health insurance? Yeah. And yeah, it's free for me. I, yeah. yeah. That's pretty Mine's cool. Mine's like $8. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, part of me feels like, you know, so many of us, are on these kind of medications um, for chemicals in our brain that aren't necessarily functioning correctly or whatever. But I, 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 I feel like, which is serotonin, is well breaching also a serotonin, is it SSRI? No, it's, oh, it's not. not. Okay. I don't yeah. think so. Okay. I don't have it with me. It actually. doesn't matter. It's, yeah. I can't remember. I've been on it for like two years now, so I don't. Whatever it is, serotonin or dopamine or whatever, you know, it's one of these chemicals, you know, that we you know, can't keep enough of going on in our brains. I, I don't know. Part of me feels like it's a product of our times and our, our like, the way that we live and how separate from nature we are mm -hmm. and how separate from each other we are. Um, 
part of me feels like if if I really got my life together in those ways, and if I was meditating every day, but also had good like friendships and and like a a uh, what do you call it? Like where you have a a posse of people, whatever your tribe or whatever your tribe. That's what I'm looking for. I don't really have that, you know, like. I have a significant other now, thank God, you know, like there for years and years and years I didn't and it was just lonesomeness. Part of me feels like if I got my life together in those ways, you know, I wouldn't need to be on these these chemical changers, you know. Um, do you ever think about that? Yeah, I guess maybe. I mean, also my my instinct is to say no, but I also think that's me making an excuse for me to do the easier thing, maybe, which is taking medication, but also it's Look, like... Uh, let me just say, to cut you off, that it's not it's not that I'm saying, like, you're doing it wrong, or you're living your right. life wrong, or I'm living my life wrong. It's it's a product of what we were born into. Totally. I'm just saying maybe that is in the realm of possibility for me. Yeah. And I'm rejecting that as a defense mechanism or something. Possibly. I don't... I don't also don't think that taking medication is the quote-unquote, like, easier route or whatever. Um... But it's, yeah, I guess maybe, but it also seems like it's just not possible. Like, yeah. what are you going to do? We're go- you're going to get your closest friends, convince them to move. Joshua Tree. To Joshua Tree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and throw away your cell phones. And right. then you also, wait, how are you going to toll? <laughs> right. Like, I mean, that's the thing. Right. No, I mean, you're absolutely right. And that's why we do, that's why we're on these medications. Right. You know, that's why, because other without it, living in the world that that we do like i go ape shit crazy and you know sounds like you do too yeah. so like you know that's uh yeah I, I i just i don't know i just i have this sinking feeling and i have always that like this is not how this is not right for like this especially yeah. the new cell phone thing you know yeah i say new because I mean, 10 10 20 years old but like i mean it's within our lifetime within like, our I lifetimes. remember you remember even you're very young and you even yeah. remember without it so like it's new and it's weird and it, and it, and like it, it it it's tough i mean i find myself constantly tethered to it and that's yeah. not good yeah, I mean, I'm definitely aware that it makes me miserable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that my phone. But also, I guess in terms of maybe, you know, you're older than me again. Yeah. Um, like, maybe as I age, I'll start questioning it more. But I feel like at this point, it's like I was just in, also in such a desperate place that, like, any yeah. kind of... Oh, absolutely. I'm still, I mean, like, look, riding on the... Totally. Totally. Acceptance it, of anything that makes me... Uh, quote unquote, like functioning. Absolutely, something. and there's not I, like I don't see anything wrong with it, other than for me that I feel like well, maybe I'm not I'm not feeling as much as I did in some ways, but that that is very good yeah. in, in many <laughs> ways, you know. Yeah. Um, and and like, you know, I don't I'm not I hope I'm not saying too much about my sister or about my but like she tried to go off of she's on the same medication I'm on. Mm-hmm. It usually is genetic the way that Right. And uh, you know, she tried to go off at some point or felt like she should, you know, and and just like and it didn't work out mm-hmm. and she was kind of beating herself up about it. It's just like, eh, what the fuck ever? Like it's not, you know, you have one life. Like right. if this thing, if this pill that you take every day allows you to enjoy your life and keep yourself sane then like i don't think there's anything wrong with it i'm just 
I'm only just saying in a broader sense, I feel like th- that that goes for other stuff for me too. Cause I like, I, I have other, I have like gut issues, Crohn's disease and like take medicine for that. And you yeah, know, you're I, sick and there's medicine. Yeah, exactly. But I also feel like I also feel like that is sort of a product of our times and the, and the way that we eat and stuff like that. So yeah, that's true. I don't that know. That is true. It's, it's yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Did you quit drinking because of Crohn's? Yeah, yeah. I quit drinking about eight eight years, ten, ten years ago, maybe. Cool. Um, no, that's not true. Couldn't have been that long. <laughs> it was maybe six, seven years ago. But within that time, I've I've I had like a couple of short periods where I would try, I would try it again. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, maybe it's okay. And then, and I don't have, I don't have what you have is that like alcoholic gene or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just don't like my family, like my parents never drank my, you know, like it's not in me, but like, it just hurts my gut. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so I would always sort of say, Oh, maybe have a glass of wine. And then it's like, yeah, you have, two or three, even somebody that's not alcoholic, you know, it's hard to have one glass of wine, you know, three glasses, and then that hurts. So I had to cut it out. Yeah. Which I don't, I don't miss that, honestly, at all. That's, like, I think alcohol is a bad one. I really, honestly, um, wish it didn't exist. Yeah. Like, I deeply wish that for everyone. Yeah. And also selfishly, like, (laughs) so that my life as an alcoholic would be easier. But also... Just for the world, I really... A lot of people struggle with that one. Yeah. It's, it's tough. It's, it, and it's so ubiquitous, you know, just right. it's everywhere. Do, are you, are, do you do, like, the, pro, the program stuff, or how did, you, how did you get off of it? I do not. Um, I have been... That was my second question. Out. Oh. <laughs> After the drug, the, yeah. I have been in and out of AA. I just doesn't... I guess I don't need it. And I don't, it doesn't appeal to me most of the time. You know, I think obviously it's like an incredibly valuable resource for so many people, so many people I know. Um, But I don't, I just don't, you know, I don't really like it, which a lot of people in AI have a problem with. I have multiple people who've accused me of being like not real sober, quote unquote. I know, I find it very, well, that's just a rude thing to say to someone. That's like, that's like, that's like, dogmatic punk or something you know yeah it's like, so weird yeah. like okay well i don't drink <laughs> you're not real straight edge vegan dude like yeah. yeah um what but do you have a, a, a like do you have a group of people around you who support you in that way like totally okay yeah that also don't drink i mean a lot of people a couple of people close to me don't drink at all um and many people that i live with or person that I date and uh you know people around me don't drink like almost ever yeah which is nice but it did change like my my friends to a certain extent changed you had to to sort of move away from the people that were drinking all the time yeah well it's also like for some people how deep was that connection right or were we just enabling each other to do nothing yeah all the time um but it was still like my friends are people who were in my life at that time, but I just spend more time with the people who don't party and... Yeah, I did have to change. It was really confusing for a while because I had been partying for a long time and I tried to 
continue to like hang out in that way or hang out with those same people. Um, but it's too difficult. Yeah. Or I mean, to be totally frank, I don't want to sound like an asshole, but it's really boring to be around, around people intoxicated are... people. I I can't agree more. <laughs> I could not like, agree more. What are you saying? Yeah. You're not gonna remember what I'm saying. Right. And maybe I've upset you accidentally. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a judgmental way. Like I was that person, but um. I just can't. Yeah, do it. well, I you can say to me, you can say it as a judgmental way because you've been there. You've been that. You know, you know yeah. what it's like to be on the other side of it, and you know. Yeah, but I do have sympathy for myself yeah, in yeah. the past. Sure. And I have sympathy for the people. Oh, I absolutely have way. sympathy for people that that are, except unless when it's people at my show and they're coming, right. repeating yes. themselves four times. I would, about if, if someone's harassing yeah, me, then yeah, I don't yeah. have the same. But I still, you know, I do actually have sympathy for their life. Of course. Just yeah. in the moment, I would like to not be there. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'd like to have sympathy Stop in a separate me. room. Yeah. yeah. What have I done <laughs> to deserve this? You've you've uh, you've inspired them or connected. They felt connected to you, and they're punishing either that you. <laughs> or or they're jealous or they hate me or they you know there's it, it, all those things sort of meld together at that point with with enough drinking. It's like becomes this like. Just a, a a pot of of something. I don't even know what. A mess. Nonsense. But did you did you do you feel like how did that affect your artistic output? It like um, I was really scared at first that it was going to mess with my music, but because um, your whole shtick was being like just a drunk. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> no, but I did. I did sing about drinking. You um, did okay. And now, well, I just. I felt like, the more that I drank, um, etc., the less I progressed as a musician and person. I felt like I was like really halted. Okay. And the way that I wrote songs was just like immediate. I don't care what. Like it's done. I just wrote yeah. it. I sat down and I wrote. It, I don't care about it. It's like, or maybe I'll figure out if I care about it later. That's I don't not know. always a bad thing. No, totally, yeah. but it just, I didn't, I mean, some of those songs from that time I really like still yeah. and care about, but there are others that I'm like, this would never make it yeah. past my yeah. judgment wall now, but uh, now, but I just, I don't know, I don't have, I also still have like the energy that I had that I put into partying. But now I don't have anything to do except for music. Yeah. So I do it. I mean, it just did wonders. Like I spend all my time doing it. Yeah. I'm way more focused on like sounds and tone. Like just what I want really matters to me. A little I'm, more in depth with stuff in a way. But a lot more detail in depth. oriented. Yeah, yeah. When we recorded Sleepyhead, that was like one of the worst weeks of my life. Okay. I was like doing drugs in the morning while we were recording it and yeah. like I don't care what the tone is I just want it to be distorted yeah. like like we didn't get an uh there's one tone on the record that I'm like we I was just like I don't care and in respect you say tone you mean guitar tone yeah yeah uh, yeah I'm trying not to single out the thing to yeah so maybe other people don't focus on it or something sure. there's just something specific that really bothers me now and I just, I don't know, I didn't really care or think about what I was doing. And now I, like, couldn't care more. Yeah. So you, you'll, now you're, you're, yeah, you're making sure that everything sounds exactly like what you wanted to. Yeah. I mean, I'm open to 
experimenting, sure. but I'm just really present in, yeah. and I was not present at all. Yeah. I don't even consider like what that album or what I was doing at that time to be totally honest. Like I don't even consider it anything really. My friend Matthew said that that's, I shouldn't say that because it does mean something to some people. And I, I do like that, yeah. that some people can connect to it, but it just, I so wasn't present. It feels like a different time that I was barely there for. Do you think there are people that are going to feel like about your new record? They'll be like, uh, I don't know, she's sold out. Or it's like, it sounds too, oh, totally. I mean, like too polished. <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's not that polished, but it is, yeah, definitely. I mean, people will just... They, uh, yeah, I mean, it's really, something. it's not very similar to Sleepyhead at all. Like, the songwriting, there are elements that are the same because I'm the same person, yeah. ultimately. But the instrumentation is different, and the... It is, it does not sound like Sleepyhead. Do you, have you announced the record? Is it like, no. are we allowed, okay, so we're not, we're over here saying that there's a record. Is we can talk, we can say that there's a record. Okay, okay. We can't say when it's coming or who from. Okay, okay. I'm going to have to put, you know, I, I put little songs on my thing. I'll, I, I, I'll just use the older stuff. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I hope I find that exact guitar tone that you're <laughs> Yeah, no. but there are, there's also some songs on that album that I'm like, oh dear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you'll have to do you steer, do me, that steer me to the Yes, of course. Of course. Do you have like whole albums? Uh, I mean, I'm, I, I would be surprised because I'm a Y. I'm a big Y fan, so oh, there's nothing you. that I could imagine that. It's like after a certain point, like, of, I mean, in, I mean, of like, you know, amount of time that I had been working on stuff. Uh-huh. Then like every... Pretty much everything is like listenable for me. Cool. There's not too much cringe, but like anything before a certain point is just like, oh, I, 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 you know, I, can't, I can't hear that. Uh, and then, you know, yeah, there's always moments on every album that I wish were different, mm -hmm. of course, or that I couldn't quite get where I wanted to get it. Right. That sort of thing. Yes. Um, totally. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, I guess I'm still curious about, about, um, well, process, I guess, first and foremost. Do you, are you going into studios or are, like, are you working with engineers or other people or are you basically doing it at home? I on your stuff? write, um, all the songs in headphones in my inter with my interface at my house. Um, what do you mean write them? Like, 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 add, like, Layering, like, like. Well, I'll tell you. Okay, please, please. <laughs> well, I, I make demos at my house, um, which is usually simple song structure, you know, the lyrics, melody, whatever. Um, and then I'll do guitar overdubs a little bit on uh, demos, maybe synth. Um, then I'll bring it to whoever's in the band at the time, whoever I'm working with the most, and we might change the structure a little bit. And then for this record, we recorded it with an engineer, David Trano, at um, my friends, Philip, Philip and Jesse. They live outside St. Louis. Okay. In um, an old funeral home that they converted into their house. Like, just that the two of them. That sounds cool. It's amazing. It's really amazing. And it's sort of middle of nowhere. Um, they're in a band called The Funs, which okay. is really cool. I like that name. Yeah. Killer name. Um... But and they're building a home studio and it's going to be an artist residency place. But we recorded it out there and we did basic tracking, 
And then I stayed there for four days and did a million overdubs. Just guitar stuff? Guitar synth. Vocals too? Like, or do you keep your vocals pretty similar? We singles? did. No, I did a lot of vocal stuff, but I did it in Chicago. Okay. And Emily sings, the bass player sings a lot on this record. Cool. Back up. Do, do you, when you say in Chicago, do you mean in your, on your own rig? In a, no, in um, I actually want to do that next time because I found the vo recording vocal process so uncomfortable. Yeah. Do you ever, is that unbearable? I like, I, I, a lot of times I like being by myself or okay. sometimes just one other person, you know, to, it's nice to have somebody just press the buttons, right? you know, but, um, yeah, it's, t it's, it can be tough. I mean, I, I felt both ways. Like, occasionally I've, I've felt like there's a certain like do or die thing when there's other people there that mm -hmm. can be good in a way, but mostly it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. I just feel like your vocals are often really emotive. Yeah. And that's really cool. And when I'm trying to do something like that, it's really hard for me. With people there. With people there to do like, like a, cause it's acting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's uncomfortable. It's not acting, it's real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, you're acting yourself. You're yeah, like playing yeah. yourself in the past kind yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. Like you did feel that way, or maybe you still do. It depending. depends. I mean, yeah. obviously you want to tap into that whenever you're doing that. But yeah, I, um, yeah, I, I, I recommend it. I, rec I mean, you know, you, all you need is a mic and a, a, right. a uh, you just need one mic and a prayer, you know? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. You should put that on a shirt. <laughs> but, but you, you, uh, and, and was the older stuff done in a similar manner too? Similar stuff, there's, there were like no overdubs. It was okay. like all live, live. And then, um, I did, I doubled the guitar okay. on a lot of the songs. But the new, the new, uh, the new one, um, are we talking about like tape recording or, or is it computer stuff or? We did it um, on the computer, but we ran it through. We ran the final mix through a tape machine. Just for the sound? Yeah. But Because uh, it's the way that I work now is to... We record the first one on tape, but with all the overdubs and the, I, like, need to work quickly. Yeah. Like, all of the guitar stuff, the overdubs that I did on this album, I improvised in the studio. And I was yeah. just like, this. Record this right at this yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I would, like, do another line over it. I'm like, okay, cool. This... Just quickly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's too hard for tape. And I'm I don't really care about this. the purists. I can send you the Please. Secret. But I won't put it I won't put it on the thing. Um, <laughs> put the secret link to the album on the No, I won't. I won't. I won't. Okay, can I ask this? Mm -hmm. As being a sober person now, mm -hmm. tell me the things that you like and don't like about this lifestyle. Cause you you know, it, to me it, it your lifestyle sounds tough. It sounds like sort of when I started doing the touring stuff and, you know, you guys, you stay with people every night, mm -hmm. a lot of times strangers or often or sometimes strangers anyway. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, mainly that sounds very difficult to me. <laughs> I mean, it is certain aspects of it are hard. I mean, what's hard more than anything is, again, being around intoxicated people. Every night. Every night, but I also am really good at avoiding it now. Yeah. I'm like really, I know what I need and I know how to get away from what I don't. But do you sell merch? I do. Yeah. I honestly, I feel like the intoxicated people who approach me are often men and I have absolutely zero trouble 
getting them to go. Yeah. How do you, how <laughs> like, will you do that? Just, just I mean, it depends just on the scenario. Just like, obviously. I need to help the next person. Yeah, yeah. Or like, you, I, if someone is making me uncomfortable, I'll say you're making me uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, it is a shame because I definitely do play nicer than I'd like to be because... I feel you like have if you're to, in, you have to try to be nice to yeah, people. Yeah, I mean, I, I, would lo- I want to be nice to people yeah. all the time, but also I think if you're in any position of even, like, not that I'm in any position of power at all, but just, like, a little bit, yeah. if anyone talks about you who doesn't know you personally, they want to say a mean thing yeah. most of the time. I feel like people... Oh, they, I met her. She's an asshole. Yeah, like, yeah, people yeah. really, really want to say yeah. that. That's also people, when people say that about other people, I don't believe them half the right. time. I'm like, you just want to prove that you know. Yeah. You like I have insider information. Yeah. Like that person's rude. I, f- I feel the same way because like a lot. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people have said that about me. Oh, he's an asshole. Like probably because you weren't like so engaged yeah. with them in the one moment that they wanted you right, to be. Right. Right. And I and I have I have been an asshole. You know I've I've done plenty of mean <laughs> shit or you know said mean shit, but like mostly it comes down to like just the fact that yeah somebody wants to inhabit my space and time right you know which is which is high commodity on your on the road you know what totally. i mean like you don't have much of that and you don't like, have much energy yeah and your energy is is yeah and you just have to say no sometimes it's just like yeah but you i mean love I, it, I can't even imagine it. what it it's for you it must be times 1000 no. than what it is no no but I, but but like the thing is is like one, like the bigger shows you play the more you sort of ha- you sort of have to, which is kind of fucked up. You sort of have to Hide. receive. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, I used to always sell merch. I used mm-hmm. to always like talk to people all night, and like you know, like it, there came a point where I couldn't do that. You know, and I, totally. and, I and I'm not very famous at all. Like you know what I mean compared to many 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 other people. So yeah, they're not selling that much. No, they're not selling their own merch. Uh, You know, I wonder about, like, I'm curious about, like, Greta. Like, it seems like, you know, I saw her in Columbus, like, Mm -hmm. a a couple years ago, and she was selling merch, and it's like, I can't imagine. She doesn't sell merch anymore. Okay, yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, Greta's, like, one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life, and she's so kind to anyone, but people really, really want her attention. Yeah. She has a lot of people. This is for the uh, for the people listening to this, the singer of Frankie Cosmos. Yes. Yeah. So go ahead. She has a lot of people. She has a lot of people attention. want her attention. Yeah. Um, and she's really nice to them all, but yeah, yeah, she doesn't sell much anymore. Yeah, there comes a point where where you kind of just have to, which is kind of fucked up because then then you're you're sort of like disconnecting yourself. Disconnecting more. yourself. Yeah, which is which is. The opposite of what you're trying to do with right. music, right? Music is about connection, is about right. communication. Yeah, it seems weird, but that's what happens. But you, you do, lo- you do love the touring thing. This, that's what you're saying, though. To me. I love music. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's weird because it is my favorite part of music is writing music, okay. followed by recording. Yeah. Third, touring, but I do like traveling. I don't know. I just don't know what else to do. These are the exact things that I would say about myself, <laughs> about what I like and dislike. Yeah. Um, I feel like people, a lot of people close to me who make music feel that way. Yeah. It's the same with the waiting for a long time for the record to come out. Yeah. Um, but I really don't know what else to do. And I do like it. 
I just love, I mean, again, touring is perpetuating my life of making music. Mm-hmm. And it depends. This is going to sound, I'm literally going to sound like a politician thing, but there is the kind of thing where like a child comes up to you and is like, you've changed my life or like, you're the reason I make music or like something like that. And then <laughs> it sounds like I'm in a movie and you like get chills. You're like, I can't believe that this is happening. And then yeah. it makes like some time worth You it. are in a movie, by the way, the camera's right over there. <laughs> um, it looks like a fire alarm, but it's. No, I yeah. that 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 I feel the same way. That there's something about that that um so recently I've been kind of like going out after the show and I used to just like stay ghost. Mm-hmm. But like not like a long time ago I was selling merch and doing blah blah blah. Right. And then like I'd say in the last like 5 6 years I've had a lot of health problems, I've been totally. you know and like not much energy, like just been so I I just never spoke to anyone. You know, I'd come out, play the show, go back, you know, and then whatever load out break down whatever i had to do on that on those fronts if i had to do that stuff um but now in the last like year or two year and a half i'd say like i've i've been like going out and like talking to the people or maybe just the last six months or something going out and talking to people after the shows and i like it you know i like connecting with people in that, you know, it's weird. There's this line of people that are like waiting to talk to me and it's just, it's kind of a strange, <laughs> like it's, it's not normal. It's, it doesn't right. feel like natural. But neither is Toll. Neither is Toll, <laughs> neither is any of the stuff that we're doing. Right. Yeah, I mean, even even recording is an illusion. You know what I mean? Right. It's like you, you want it to sound like this like natural whatever, but of we're course We're all in the same room. There's yeah. 15 instruments all in the same room. Right, But exactly. I mean, sometimes there are, but. Sometimes there are, but not, I've never. Most of the time. I've never done that. <laughs> this is this city is where it happens like that. Yeah. Nash, Nashville people do the huge. Yeah. Yeah. But. I don't know. Yeah, it, it's. I, I want more of that connection, which is why I, you know, I was talking to you about putting stuff out more immediately, and we were talking about the the mm-hmm. disconnect between sometimes you know sometimes you finish something and it comes out a year or two years later or whatever and like. That does that's not very satisfying for me right now. You know, that's I just right. I want I want that immediate conversation in a way. Yeah. I mean it that feels like the next move for you. I mean I feel like that makes sense for you. Like right now I just have this one uh old thing out. Yeah. And I like have to do the record thing. Yeah. Not yeah. that I'm ungrateful, this is like all I want, but I mean that's that's and and it's a I think that's a fine way to go about it and that's what I've been doing of course and and that's still what I I kind of you know I still am, am a, a record an album listener you know right. and like but I think in some ways that's old school like I you know my last guest on the podcast is this guy named Nash G N A G N A S H and like he is like a pop guy and he started on like SoundCloud just putting like a song you know like just like like you said like you put your album up on the band camp in the middle of the night when you were like okay I want people to hear this whatever mm-hmm. you know he would do that but just like each song and like you know he got like huge just you know just doing that and he still doesn't have an album out he has like a few EPs you know what I mean like totally. so I think there's many different ways that you know that we can do music like I like I was saying last night. It's I find it strange. 
that like there's all these different like groups of three four people that are like okay here's this here's this 30 minute you know 34 minute piece of music and then like we're gonna go out and play all these cities and you know with right. with this three or four piece band and like yeah we have drums and bass and guitar you know whatever it is like that you're I'm very much a part of that and I feel it, it sometimes feels like not bad but just strange when mm-hmm. you step back from it do you ever feel that way yeah totally I mean what we're talking about the disconnect of like from when you record something to when you release it is already long enough and then touring it you tour for a long time on yeah. the same music I mean I was thinking about it with the band Whitney from Chicago they have one album out they've been on tour worldwide for like almost three years that's crazy and they play huge so- shows yeah. so they probably have to play the whole album right and they probably recorded it four years ago right like that's crazy but yeah I mean we're still playing songs from that I wrote four years ago not the whole time but uh, yeah it does feel super strange I mean, it's just, again, it's, like, one of the unnatural things that yeah. have, like, from many undercurrents, like, come to be the way that music is funneled. What What would be the ideal for you? Like, if you could have it, like, you say you love writing writing mm-hmm. the most. So, like, if, if, if you didn't need money, right? Yeah. If it was just, like, in a perfect world, what, what, how would it look for you, your life? God. um i mean you know what i think about when i i was talking to you about the isolation thing in joshua tree it's like i feel like um angel olsen from what i understand lives in Asheville, and then does like sort of outside of it or something and then does short big tours like that sounds within the format of but i guess that's the money thing i do like performing though and you know what i like about tour more than anything else is touring with other bands that are fun yeah i like watching other bands that i love and i like getting to know other bands like that's i mean that is actually if we were just touring by ourselves, i would like it so much less yeah. it really is about that for me now i absolutely agree i you know last night I mean, we came down here, me and Grace, to hang out with all you guys. Like, that's basically... And, and watch, and watch, yeah, and yeah. like, you know. But, um, you know, yeah, I, I, I feel like, like last night when we left, you know, we were hanging out in that, in the florist hotel room. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it was like all the florist people, the, the Lala people, and me, and my girlfriend. And like, I don't know, it just, I was just like... I wish we had, like, a community in Cincinnati, like, these, you know, I, like, I love all these people so much, like, it was just, you know, like, yeah, and we're all sort of in the same, you know, we do the same stuff. Right. I mean, there, there are plenty of bands that are in Cincinnati that tour and stuff, but I don't know, I just feel disconnected in some way, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but I always feel like on the road, like, you know, we just toured with Florist Mm -hmm. a, a couple months ago, and it just... You, you sort of feel like you become family with people yeah. when, you, when you tour with them. Totally. I mean, you're spending weird hours together, yeah. and you're doing the same really weird thing. Yeah. And it's also, I just watching a band over and over again is so cool. Yeah. I never thought that I would feel this way, but it's like, all the bands we go on tour with, most of the time I'm like, yeah, this is a good band. And then you watch them over and over again, and you learn so much. You're just like, what... 
about what they're doing or about their songwriting. It's just so interesting. Yeah. And you get to know and like them through that as well. Like watching them do the thing that they care about or Are there is, is there a specific band you can think to that like at first you were like, oh, this is okay. And then by the end you were surprised at how much you really liked them. I mean, I hope this doesn't sound rude, but we went on tour with Palm and I was like, uh, I mean, the old bass player of Law was really into them. She likes like more technical stuff. And I was like, yeah, it's good. And then like they're, they're night four. They're math rocky? Um, they have math rock elements. Okay. They're really strange. Like the... The, one of the two guitar players has a MIDI pickup on his guitar, and it sounds like a steel drum. That's cool. And they just um, have very strange songwriting, collaborative songwriting. Yeah. Um, and by night four, I was like, this is just unbelievable. This is unreal music. Like, that was a really extreme. I ended that tour with really extreme <laughs> good feelings about Palm. But also, like, Chastity Belt... I liked before we went on tour with it. By the end of the tour, I was like, these are incredible musicians. Yeah. Like, this, their, for lack of a better term, guitar work is so, like, intricate and cool. And the way the two guitars interact is so beautiful and good. Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, yeah. Frankie, it's like, I love, I've loved Frankie Cosmos for a long time. But just watching them over and over again, it's like, holy shit, could Luke be a better drummer? <laughs> like, uh, like that, Alex What's is... What's the answer? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, like, Alex's bass pods, like, uh, what Lauren is doing with her synth, like, the way that she's switching sounds and, like, the way she's being creative with what the synth can do and, like, Greta's weird rhythm that is... I can't do, cannot understand, like... And her voice, like, the control she has over her voice, mm -hmm. it's just, like, it's really, really cool. Yeah. That's actually the answer that I didn't know was the answer of why I love Tor is that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, making friends. Making friends, meeting people, yeah. Yeah. What's next for you? More more of the same? Or is, is Are there any other projects that, that you want to get into that, you know, you haven't been able to do yet? Or collaborations? I mean, I have a lot of dream collaborations, Let's hear them. Let's hear a song. Um, no. I don't know. <laughs> it's hard. People always ask me that as well, and that's a hard thing to say, because it, 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 I feel a little awkward, like, being like, yeah, I want yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, what if I hear it? And yeah. yeah, and you know that I love Y so much. It's like, I can't. It's on. It's <laughs> happening. It's happening. Um, Yeah. I like, I'm like, I'm interested in collaborating with people who make different kinds of music than me, like, the, like, why is super different, um, and that Yoni and Getty album that I'm just, is so fucking good, it's oh, unreal, but like, stuff, like, the stuff of yours that's like, leans more that direction is so different than what I make, or yeah. how I yeah. make, um, or like, this, there's people in this band, well, you better get your rap chops up. You said you failed when you tried to do that song. Listen, I did such a good job. I nailed the song. But some, they, for yeah, some they reason, didn't, they still they cleared didn't it. Like, okay. It made them uncomfortable yeah. how good. <laughs> I swear to God, I did such a good job. They were, but they were just like, what is this weird British rap song? Yeah. Why is she doing it? Um, but yeah, there's someone that I've collaborated with in Chicago, Morimoto, 
one time who I love his music. Have you heard him? I know his name. He's, do you know Namdi? Ah, I know that name too. Okay, they're both unreal. I love them both, but you should really listen. Do they have groups that they're in or things? Namdi is his own name. Okay. And also Sen. It's Sen, it's Morimoto, which is his last name. Okay. Um, They're both so good. I've heard both those names. They 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 do rap stuff or, or yeah. like production well, stuff. Well, Namdi does rap, but he's also like um, into sort of. I mean, he's had projects that are like math rock bands, uh, so I feel like there's like weird elements of that in his. And then Sen Morimoto is like, there's a lot of R and B elements. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a saxophone player. Okay. It's like so he does a lot of cool like saxophone looping and layering and rapping and, but they're both. Or Namdi's a rapper for sure. How have you collaborated with them? What what's... I just collaborated with uh, Sen. We just have made a song together where okay. I went over to his house and we did it again. So how did like? I'm always curious because I, I I collaborate pretty often, but I, I I never know how to like. What like the. Everybody does it differently. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious how how it went down or how like did you actually write with him? Or um, did you come I... in with something and. I, no, I did not come in with something, um, but that also sounds really fun. Um, I, we were just messing around. I came up with a chord progression and then he started doing, I think I was playing guitar. He's a really good piano player. He was doing stuff and then I sung and then he did like a little bit of rap stuff at the end. It was just like improvising. Do you, do you, do you find it like. I always feel like it's a little awkward, mm-hmm. you know, like <laughs> when you first start to Deeply. mess with somebody and you're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> you know. I mean, the way that I write songs in my house is like literally like just playing around and being like, ah, yeah. ah, ah. <laughs> it's like, it's so how hard to do that in front of somebody. Yeah, how are you we supposed all to do, do that? that? It's so weird. How are you supposed to literally just be like, ah, oh, that was a mistake. That was a mistake. I didn't mean it. Like, ah, okay. <laughs> it's like so embarrassing. Yeah. But how did you and Serengeti do it? Um, well, we... I, <laughs> well, we, so we, we had worked together before. Okay. So he had an album called Family and Friends. I'm wearing his fucking cool. t-shirt right now. This is the t-shirt from Family and Friends, okay? Cool, cool, cool. And that one was... His idea was like, okay, I'm going to get these like indie rock guys to produce a rap record for me. So it was like me, Sufjan Stevens, and oh, whoa. and Cassio Tone for the Painfully Alone. Owen. Who's Owen, who advanced bass. And the Serengeti stuff that they did was so out of the pocket and weird. It was like I mean I'm I'm sorry, not Serengeti, the Sufjan stuff. Okay. That we were like, ah, it's it doesn't really fit. Like let's do you know, so they did that as a separate EP. Okay. And that became um, something called uh, Sisyphus, which was Serengeti, Sufjan, and Sunlux. The the other record was just me and Owen produced it. Cool. And so we got we got to know each other through that. And then for Yoni and Getty, like he came down to Cincinnati, and we were like, oh, let's just make a few tunes or whatever. So he had like he was he came down for five days or whatever, and then he ended up extending his trip like an extra five days. So we just kind of, we were like, all right, let's do a song every day. Like, let's like start a song from scratch every day. And by the end of the night, you know, we worked 12, 14 hour, 15 hour days, whatever. And like by the end of the night, 
we have at least like the structure yeah. of it and the basic like feel for what it is. And then we did that every day for like 10 days or whatever. And then he went back to Chicago and lived his life <laughs> with his family or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I, I slaved away on, you know, like <laughs> just trying to like flesh things out and right. whatnot. And then he came back and, you know, did some more vocals, did some, you know, and we did some, a few more songs. Just like that. I don't know. So, well, like, it's just, it, I just wonder because it's so deeply strange. Yeah. That it's, I just can't imagine how they came to be, you know? It's like. Yeah. Well, we're that's both. That's what's so exciting about it. We're both it. strange like, guys yeah. and like, we're very good friends and like, I don't know, we, we, we crack each other up a lot or really he cracks me up a lot <laughs> when we hang out and, um. You know, there there certainly was conflict in in working on the album. Like you know, he you know he's kind of wild and free, and I'm kind of I can be kind of tight, you know, and like uh -huh. we gotta get this done, <laughs> David, you know, or whatever. And he's like, yeah, I'm just you know I'm out at this bar, I'm going, you know, whatever. Like, so that was a struggle some of the time, but uh, you know, he's so talented, and I'm such a fan. You know, it it just came down to. I think mutual respect and admiration for what each other did, and yeah. I don't know, it worked out. I, I really like that album too. You know, like that's so I, cool. I, yeah, I, that's some of my favorite stuff that he did. You know, like just oh, it's, some it's of his me too. Of some course, of his yeah. verses on there, like that. The last song on there is called "I Testarossa." Maybe there's a little ditty after that. I can't remember, but like he just fucking rips on that. And that was like the day that he did that. I was like, he like stayed out all night. Like he was at a bar and he went to the casino. I don't want to blow up his spot, right. but but like, you know, he he can tend to party at times. You know, mm -hmm. not uh, most of the time he doesn't actually. Yeah. But um, people can party. You know he you know he came in super late. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, like, and he's all tired the next day, and you know I'm just like, Ugh. but like while he was at the bar. He had written this fucking really? heartbreaking he verse. Wow. And I'm just like, yes, yes, yes. Like, let's just, yes. Wait, which you one know? is it? Um, the. Oh, I'm it's not the. I told you. Yes, exactly that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, won't all this shit bring us closer? That is yeah. so yeah. emotional. It's, it's, That's it really so is. Like, beautiful. I'm about to start crying right now. <laughs> like, but yeah, it's. And that was like straight from his heart, I think. And, you know, and. Uh, yeah, that's the Poltergeist song. Uh, well, doesn't it go? Well, there's a couple of references to Poltergeist. Yeah, at the end of that one, I think. Yeah. Uh, Don't you go into "Told You Once, I Told You Twice, Sweetie that, Baby, I'm Cold as Ice." That's like the that's like the first song. Oh, okay, I'm mixing. But this is like there's like a reprise at the end. Okay. I, I can't. I, I haven't reprise. listened to the album in so long. <laughs> but there's yeah yeah there there is mention of that. I listened to it so much I had to take a break. Okay. To, cause I got. It's like. I've listened to it so many times. Nice. But I mean, nice. it's been enough time now that I'm ready to do it again. Yeah. I, I'm going to have to go listen to it again because I can't even remember the verse and I, you know, and I, I toured it and, <laughs> and everything. And I can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm always interested in, in, uh, in how people collaborate and I, I, I'm interested in doing it more and I, I like doing it. Um, and I'm always looking for a way to do, to collaborate that doesn't feel like arduous or to, to work at all that doesn't feel arduous like mm -hmm. I, I feel like I've gotten to a point at sometimes where sort of the opposite of how you maybe used to work 
where it's like every little thing I scrutinize, you know. Oh, for sure. You know, and that can be as bad as the other way around, you know. Totally. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you gotta, you gotta step back. That yeah. actually, at the end of working on this album, I was like, I have no idea if this is good anymore. <laughs> like, I can't fathom of it as a whole. Yeah. Because I've just been thinking about the little pieces the whole time. The new, the new one you're yeah, talking totally. about. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I'll be the judge of that, frankly. <laughs> um, well, Lily, it was great having you on there. Great talking. Yeah. Did I miss anything? Did, did I, I mean, there's always stuff. I'm like, this, you know. no, I don't know. Okay. Cool. Well, thank you so much for being on and uh, say bye to the folks out Thanks there. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy. Bye. <laughs> bye. Yes. All right, you guys. Wonderful, wonderful always to hear your voices, all your voices in unison saying, Yay! At the end of an episode. Thank you for listening. This has been The Wandering Wolf. Patreon.com slash The Wandering Wolf. Go and support the podcast if you like the podcast. If you don't like the podcast, you can take money from the podcast. You can go there and say, I would like to donate negative $5 a month, and then you get $5. No, that's not how it works. Show your support. And, and, and those of you that, that do support, not only will I shout out the $5 uh, and, and more uh, donors, but anyone that supports can become part of the conversation on Patreon. That's where I will be. It hasn't really happened yet. I've tried a little bit, but if you guys want to converse on there, you just come on over there, and and we can start we can start like message board type Reddit type conversations, okay? On there for I'm posting each episode there, and then we can discuss the episodes below. All right, but five dollars and more, you get your shout out. So, Alexis Johnson, Matt Hill, and that's it. That's all there is so far for five dollars and more uh, members. Thank you guys so much. This episode has been executive produced by Alexis Johnson and Matt Hill. You know who you are. Thanks, y'all. All All right, I'm going to leave you guys with an incredible tune by La 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 off of their forthcoming sophomore LP, The Lamb. This album, I can tell you this because Lily sent it to me and I've listened to it a ton. This album is the shit, okay? It will knock your sock off if you're wearing one sock or socks off if you're wearing two. I'm gonna leave you guys with an incredible tune that is out in the world right now. You can go to Spotify or wherever and put it on your your playlists or your mixtapes for your, your significant other, okay? This is Destroyer by La 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 La. Enjoy, you guys, and I'll see you next time. Keep wandering. Oh my
outro. Oh my, oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> Or something like that.